Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of this podcast. I want to say a very big thank you to everybody. Thank you for always listening. Thank you for the feedback. And of course, I just quickly want to address uh, the news going on out there. And basically, I'm sending this, I'm making this podcast to um, for as many people that are in Zion. And I just want to remind you that your safety is in God. And I want to show you some few places in the Bible just to make you know that you have no reason to be afraid. You have no reason to be afraid. Um, there's a news of coronavirus out there. And, you know, so many people are spreading. And I understand bad news spread faster, and, <laughs> by the way. But I understand you have a lot of stuff they've told you regarding the virus. Do this, don't do that, don't do that, don't do this. But um, what does the word of God say is concerning things like this? We are not like those of the world. We can't. Everybody around you can't be afraid and you also generally to be afraid. You don't even know. Some, some, some people don't even know what coronavirus is. You're just afraid. You're just afraid. So you need to understand and really know where you stand in, in this in this time and season. And I feel like this is even a time where the Bible says those that know their God. It is only those that know their God in this season that can really, really live without the fear of any virus out there. Anyway, I want to show you a couple of places in the Bible so you can choose at the end of the day. Then I'll present life and death in your front like Joshua did. And then you will choose what side of the of the um, of the wall you want to stay. And Psalm ninety one, first of all, by the way, um, if you're a believer and you know what Psalm ninety one says, I feel if you really know what Psalm ninety one says, I feel like you should have no reason to worry yourself, irrespective of the news going on out there. Anyway, um, I want to read it now. I want to read it. So you just don't worry, you're, you're a captive audience now for Psalm 91. You can read it in your closet too. But the Bible says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of my Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. In my God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and the noisome pestilence. Pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers. That's why it's very good to read your Bible. So you really know when to be afraid and when not to be afraid. God, Bible says, He will cover you with His feathers. And under his wings shall thou trust. You don't trust in any in any other thing. You don't trust in any other thing except his, his wings. He said, His truth shall be thy shield and butler. He says, Thou shalt not be afraid of terror by night, nor the arrows that fly by day, nor the pestilence that walk in darkness, nor the destructions by wasted at noonday. I love this part. It says, A thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hand side, but it shall not come near thee. I can't even just stop here, actually. He says, a thousand shall fall at their side. You know, you need to really know where you stand in God. You can't call yourself a believer and you're also afraid because people are afraid. You see, I've seen people who say so many things. I'm like, ah, how will I tell these people that Lazarus is not there? Lazarus is asleep. So you need to understand. You need to understand. If your God cannot save you in this season, you should change your God. Now says, a thousand shall fall at their right hand side. He said, 10,000 at the right hand, but it shall not come near you. In fact, the next verse says, Only with thine eyes, with your eyes, will you see it. You will behold it and see the word of the wicked. He said, Because thou hast made God, you have thou hast made the Lord, which is thy refuge, even the most high, the habitation, there shall no evil before thee. Neither shall any plague, any plague come near thy dwelling. Not just you, where you dwell, no plague. Your family is secured. If you are afraid in this season, you need to even check the faith. Check your, check your Christianity. Check your life. Check what you believe all these years. That's one. Two, I want to show you something very powerful in the Old Testament. And I'll show you something very powerful in the New Testament. Uh, because this is a time when <laughs> you really know those that know their God. And 
Ala Bruno Meneste fila katina kastagaila kalitolo Bruno Meneste. Okay, Leviticus chapter 13. If you read the old verse, it talks about leprosy in the Old Testament. And God was telling Moses, he said, when a man has on the skin or on his body a, a swelling, a scab or a bright spot, and it becomes on the skin of his body like a leprosy sore, then it shall be brought to Aaron, the priest, or to one of his sons, the priest. Basically, God was telling him the same terms of prophecy. Let me fast forward, so I want to show you something. Verse 8, he says, And if this priest sees that the scab has indeed spread on the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is leprosy. Okay, so let me fast forward. That means God was telling Moses, the most high God was telling Moses about a sickness, a disease called leprosy. Now he said, God showed them the symptoms, like people are talking about coronavirus. God showed them the symptoms. And then he said, if you can see the symptoms, it is leprosy. So, so many people today have seen so many symptoms, they say it is coronavirus. I want to show you something. Okay. Mm, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, verse 46 now says, he shall be unclean all the days he has the saw. He shall be unclean. He is unclean and he shall dwell alone. His dwelling shall be outside the camp. Anybody that has leprosy in the Old Testament does not live in the midst of people. They send the person outside the camp. Why? They don't want the person to contaminate people. You know, like the, the people shout to the coronavirus and the quarantine people, blah, blah, blah. But I want to show you something. Because... <laughs> In this time, you know, it's not about the virus not just coming around you. For as many of us that know our God, we will be the ones to pray for people with the virus and they will get healed. You know, if they don't find a cure, it's a proof that it's only the power of the Holy Ghost that can heal people. We can't be saying we have the gift of healing. We can't be saying we have... <laughs> we to show you something. So, why? Why does God say anybody that is unclean should not live in the midst of people? Leprosy at that time, actually... If you have leprosy, you cannot stay in the midst of people because if you stay in the midst of people, if people touch you, they get contaminated. It's a communicable disease that can be contacted by staying or living together with somebody that is that has the, the sickness called leprosy. It is a sickness that can be contacted by touching. If you touch, a, in fact, it is a taboo in the Old Testament. You must never touch a leper while you get contaminated. So they separate the father from the children because they know even though they love each other, they can't allow them to live together because if they live together in the same house, every other person that will have leprosy. I want to show you something in the New Testament. You see, this is one of the... I didn't know we'll come to this place today. I didn't know I'll be in a place where, in a country where there will be coronavirus and where they will really need my... <laughs> they will need me to pray and heal. No worry. They will bring these people. They will bring them. They will bring them. We'll pray for them. They will get it. I want to show you something, by the way. Luke chapter 5, verse 12. So, nobody in the Old Testament is allowed to touch a leper. Why? You automatically contact the disease by touching the person. You know, coronavirus today, they tell you not to touch people. They tell you not to do this. They tell you that. But somebody came, his name is Jesus, with the power of the Holy Ghost. So before you can shout out there, that you have the, before you speak in tongues, know that you know where you stand. If you know you are part of those that are afraid of one virus or the other, you shouldn't even have the boldness to be. <laughs> okay, that's that way. All right, Luke chapter 5, verse 12. It says, while he was in one of the cities, there was a man full of leprosy. Now, the man doesn't just have stage one leprosy. He has stage, higher stage leprosy. The Bible says he was full of leprosy. The Bible says, and when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face and begged him, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. You see, in this context, I've seen a documentary of this verse before. That man was hiding in a cave. Yeah, Jesus was, 
was in the city. He saw him from afar. He quickly ran to meet Jesus. I said, Jesus, if you can, please quickly heal me. <laughs> that was what happened. I've, I've seen the video before. I, I feel like I could narrate it more, but that's where I'm going. So, what did Jesus do in verse 13? He says, and Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him. Jesus broke a record. From the book of Leviticus chapter 13 until the time of Jesus, no man touches a leper. It is impossible. Why? If you touch a leper, you get contaminated. But there is something Jesus has. The righteousness and the healing of Jesus is communicated. <laughs> you know, you are the one still doing Christianity whereby you say you are healed and the person next to your house is sick. No, 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 no. His healing is communicated. I want to show you something. He says, and Jesus touched him saying, I will be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. The leprosy left him. The leprosy left him. Now let me show you something that this is connected to Leviticus 13. The Bible says, and he changed and he charged him to tell no one, but go and show himself to the priest and make an offering for your cleansing, as Moses commanded for a proof to them. You see what I'm talking about? If we Leviticus 13 and look at 12 to 17. 12 to 15, you understand what I'm talking about better. Basically, I'm not talk, call, um, I'm not making this podcast to, to give you them. I'm give, making this podcast to get you informed, to educate you that the time we are is in the will of God. Anything that is going on around you that you can't find in the Bible is not the will of God. <laughs> so there was a time where we, are, we still have people with leprosy, that they still, they quarantine them, they, they, they spread around. No, he's a leper, don't touch him. He's, he has virus, don't touch him. But when Jesus came, when Jesus came, he touched a leper. And when he touched the leper, the leper or the leprosy didn't jump on Jesus. Jesus' healing and righteousness fell on the guy. It's a revelation God even gave me a long time ago. I didn't know who come here today. But like I said, if you are afraid in this season, you should, in fact, you should take the God you are serving. If your God cannot keep you, if he's not your keeper, if he's not your shade, if he's not your refuge, then you should take the God you are serving. Because the Bible says God has not given the spirit of bondage again to fear. He has given the spirit of power. This is the time to see and know those who really know their God. The Bible says thousands shall fall at their side and ten thousand at their right hand side. If you are afraid in this season, you are not even part of the army God is raising. So we have people that God is raising that they will touch, they will pray for those that are contaminated with this disease and they will be healed. You know, it, it, okay. Don't worry. Just keep watching the news. Keep watching the news. You you realize you, you have nothing to be afraid of. You realize the time will come. If they realize if they see that the the rate at the virus is growing is increasing, if you see that some men rise up, and it will be on the news that we have few men somewhere that people are lining up at their door to be healed, to be prayed for, so they can be healed of coronavirus. All right, I don't really want to talk much. I just like I said, I, I make I'm making this podcast to get you informed. That is the time to read your Psalm 91 and affirm it. God knows a time like this will come. So he already gave you Psalm 91 to read. A thousand shall fall at their side, ten thousand at their right hand, but shall not come near you. He said, only with their eyes will you see it. He said, do not come near you. If you are afraid in this season, then you need to check the God you are serving. But as for us, we know the Lord is our keeper, the Lord is our shade. He shall cover us with his feather and his wing. <laughs> oh God, you know, it's very funny. I really don't have too many things to say, actually. I just want you to know. You should not be afraid. Fear not. God is with you. He shall never come near you. If they say everybody in, in your city will have it, except 100 people, know you are your number one out of the 100 people that will not have it. Why? Thousands shall fall at thy side. 
10,000 on the right hand. Okay, I'll just stop here. I hope this really encourages somebody to really know where you stand in God. You can't be going to church every Sunday. You can't say you have the Holy Spirit. You can't be praying in tongues and still be afraid of a virus. You know, you know where you stand in Zion. 